here's the thing. I don't care that Jaws was salt water and shit like that. Jaws is one of those movies that if you see it at a young enough age, it then ruins every body of water. It could be a spring. Right. It could be a fucking pool. I have this yeah. thing where I wouldn't go swimming in my swimming pool uh, back mm -hmm. in Florida at night because I couldn't see underneath me. And you're like, right. well, Christian, there's just concrete under it. Yeah, bullshit. That's what, the, that's what the shark wants me to think, okay? <laughs> is that if I can't see it, it's going to kill me. And I, I, I find it so fascinating, the things that, like, we're both 30 now. Mm -hmm. We're in our third decade uh, uh, revolving around this hot little yellow fucker. And it's like, it how time goes, yeah. <laughs> and we're, <laughs> what do we find out? Like, it's timey-wimey. <laughs> like, you could, what if there were, like, exit signs on the space-time continuum that you could just be like, all right, I'm out. I'm going to go cut back to 12. You know what I mean? That would be incredible. I mean, yeah, Doctor Who's doing something, right? What if Doctor Who came down and he's like, hey, actually, y'all are... Uh, 22 uh don't know how to tell you this but you've been doing some timey wimey shit you didn't even know about it you're 22 you got a few more years left bubbies that'd be kind of great but the whole point is i would use that i could go back and then try to pinpoint these moments and times where fears were uh irrational fears not just regular ass fears but irrational yeah. fears were cemented forever i got so many of those Give i was it. just telling you like uh when one of my earliest memories i was seeing a news report about a toddler who got uh, stuck on an escalator and like his little toddler feet got stuck in, in the Aww. teeth where the, the escalator goes down or whatever. And I remember like hearing that like his limbs were turning blue and he stopped mm. breathing and stuff. And I was like three or four maybe, but I remember thinking like, yo, that could be me. That kid's my age. I'm a little baby kid too. And now to this day as a 30 year old, like on an escalator, I have that little moment of panic when I see, you know, the, the end of the escalator coming up. And it's like, I, I, I jump over it. I do a little skip, you know? So I can't tell if that's more rational or more irrational or if it's less egregious or more egregious. And what I mean by that is that you, no one was putting escalator fear into your head. You heard a right. report and then you saw that was an opinion you formed. When I was a kid, my stepmom would constantly tell me the dangers of people trying to kidnap me constantly mm. which like by the way is sound yeah. advice i don't want to be shitty about that it happens but yeah, that's actually bringing back some memories too that was a thing for me as well but continue I'm sorry. okay so that's my point so yeah. but, but like the, my my stepmom would go so crazy with it but she would just tell me what the perceptions of other people would be post kidnapping already happening for mm -hmm. instance what she said is like anyone could like just come up to you and put some chloroform i learned what chloroform was when i was three fun fact they could put some chloroform and then you're passed out and then they just pick you up on your shoulder and you're just a sleeping baby on your father's shoulder. But that's really your kidnapper. I'm like, Jesus Christ. Uh, that like, is like specific. That's like something that they thought about a well, lot. She might have participated in a couple, you know, children snatchings. But I mean, what I'm saying is like, okay, so that, not that, I, by the way, I always thought that that was ridiculous as a kid. Even as a kid, mm -hmm. I was like, that's. Snatched? Yeah, but, like, now we know that shit actually happens all the time. It just seems like, okay, how many kids are there in America? If you run the numbers, like, yeah, sure, 10,000 kids go missing a year, but what's the possibility it's going to be me? So, so like, five-year-old Christian was just like, yo, like, I have a better chance of winning the Powerball than I do of getting kidnapped, all right? Like, let's be real. <laughs> this is elementary statistics, okay, ma? Like, just getting really shitty. No, I mean, that's what I mean. Like, I didn't put much credence into it then. I also like to think that I was just a profoundly annoying kid. So anyone who kidnapped me, I didn't even fathom that they would murder me. I just figured they'd drop right. me off on a you, Like, they would just, it would just be a comical series of events where they were just, like, stoically driving, getting more and more pissed off. Because you're like, why this? Statistics say this shouldn't have even happened. And they just, like, throw you out of the car. 
Right. Like not thinking that the real likely thing is like, well, I've seen his or her face, right? Hashtag feminism. Women can kidnap too. Uh, and then it's like, uh, you know, like I was more likely to be fucking murdered. But I mm. just, I'm thinking about it. So that's like semi-rational, but still put into my head. That was incepted. I'm trying to think of like anything that I really fear or hate that was like of my own volition and i can't really think i'm not i have no escalator like story. like you don't have an escalator so well yeah yeah I mean, that's, like, that's my rosebud this is like at the end of my <laughs> citizen gate we find out what my escalator was the whole time well I'm, I'm sure you have an escalator buried somewhere in there like do you have any adult fears something that like you've maybe that you used to not be afraid of but you are afraid of now i'm sure there's plenty of things Oh, I mean, I'm way more freaked out as existential because I don't, th I think we're fucked. I have a lot, like, I'm not trying to bring this down or whatever. I just think that we... I mean, I was the one that asked the question. <laughs> I knew full well it would bring us down. I, it's like, I just don't see the path forward. Does that make sense? Like, I don't you know, see, go ahead, go ahead. You know what fucks me up, I'm sorry to interrupt you, is just like, you and I, and I wasn't even talking to you then, but I know you well enough to know that you and I both called this shit. We knew it would be bad or this bad or roughly this bad. Like I was having like paranoid dreams where like Trump was taking the, you know, the, the oath of office and then like executed people and shit. Like I, I was having some nightmares like way back in old 2016. Um, like, and I, I remember like flashing back to like moments where I was like, there's no way he could win. And then realizing, oh, he could win. And then he did win. And I remember telling my friends, like, this is going to be really bad. This is a fucking nightmare. Like, oh, calm down. See what happens. It's just a guy. Right. It's like, here we fucking are. <laughs> I, um, it's, it's really easy to kind of fall into a sensationalist thing about it. But at the same time, it's like, well, we did all the hard work for the four years. So, of course, it's easy now. <laughs> like, they've set up the game. They've set up the game purposely to make us feel as uneasy as we possibly can. And by the way, I'm, I'm, I know I felt good about this two weeks ago. I got to tell you. Like, <laughs> I, I'm feeling way worse about this as it tightens in. It really is, like, if this was a sports event, it would be great. It'd be great entertainment. Yeah. But it's the, you know, fate of the world. So. Well, hey, per 538, the race is barely tightened at all, which they said was unusual. But I agree. Uh, I feel like any amount of hope that I'm going to get, and I need to stop fucking checking 538. Agreed. I just need to, like, wait until election day and prepare for the shit show i'm gonna go out i haven't even talked about this much on the podcast but i've picked up a new hobby i'm doing street photography oh, yeah. i'm just gonna go out on election night and like maybe hit up times square or some cesspool where a lot of people will be and just watch the fireworks just see what the fuck happens because i need to distract myself anyway so might as well put myself in some mortal danger <laughs> um and document it as best i can I got really high last night and was convincing myself, someone who hates guns, that we need to not only get a gun for me, but get Dolores a gun, <laughs> which was amazing. And in real time, I talked myself out of it, but I was just like, because I was thinking about the, like, the idea that, again, like, these people, I got into a big political fight yesterday with, like, hardcore leftists who are just racist assholes in disguise. I'm sorry. Like, I'm saying Ooh. it. No, because my thing is this, like, uh, we're, there's no time to capitulate with these fucking assholes anymore. Like, the time for that is done. Uh, mm -hmm. But what I was saying is just like, you know, I'm worried about my mom who lives in Florida. I'm worried about your mom who lives in mm -hmm. Florida. And granted, Hillsboro usually goes blue. Um, doesn't matter. It goes blue by like oh. a percent. It's half and I mean, half. I, I, was, I was just in Hillsboro and there are no shortage of Trumpers out there, like on every street corner. That, that was like one thing where I was like, I got to get the fuck out of this state. 
like those little like roadside, you know, uh, oh, stumping for Trump uh, people. Yeah, honk. Just, you know, honk if yeah, you're, yeah, yeah. You know, just hanging out by the side of the road. And just like every like stereotypical Trump supporter you can think of all rolled into a few human beings. Like just the fucking overweight, you know, beer belly just hanging out of a fucking open denim jacket. Uh, fucking confederate flag uh, trucker hat you know drinking Budweiser like everything and I was just like all right Hillsboro's fucked Florida's fucked it's probably going red anyway I'm worried about my mom I'm worried about your mom too what's that movie where we just place bombs on the state line and we blow yeah. Florida into the ocean you know what I mean like, like we do that to California Switzerland part two dude I just watched a mini documentary about Switzerland this is how they like kept out of World War II did you yeah. know this you know how I feel about these fucks but maybe you're gonna change my mind go on Switzerland oh I, I just didn't know how they like it was just talking about like how did they successfully stay neutral throughout of all World War II number one they traded with Hitler a lot which they had to because I didn't know that I thought it was and I'm gonna let you go but I'm just gonna tell you like me as the uneducated person what my historical supposition has always been was just like we've talked about the importance of mountains you have these mm -hmm. Alps that are flanking it. I just feel like it'd be really hard for anyone to mount an offensive, so no one thought it was worth it. But I, I assume Hitler, if he wanted well, it bad enough, probably could have done it. He had, like, active plans to do it, but he decided against it. But they said, ju like, ju they were just like, yo, we're the Swiss, we're smart, we engineer shit just in case on every access point around the entire perimeter of the country, on every road, they had massive piles of explosives planted and ready to go with, like, windows and, like, to this day, you can see bunkers all over Switzerland just to view, like, the entry and exit points of the country. Are the bombs so still in there? Wait, 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 wait. Did they ever set someone in there? Like, what's going on? They finally, they did take the bombs out, you know, the 80-year-old the bombs or whatever. Um, <laughs> That's like, they, I could see that set piece as a fucking fly, and he just lands on a bomb, and fucking, like, the war starts. You're like, oh, shit. But, like, in just a few months, they dug tunnels underneath the entire country to plant these bombs, and now they've, like, used that to, like, build a high-speed rail system because they're fucking smart. They're the Swiss. Yeah, they're neutral. Yeah, they're bastards, but they did it. And I'm sorry to take you off your Florida idea. just reminded me of it because I just watched that shit. It's yeah, but I, I'm not saying that in terms of staving off invasion. I'm saying that so we can blow that fucker into the ocean, you know? Oh, <laughs> like, so it just drifts like its own penis island out into the fucking... The uh, fucking Bermuda uh, in, Triangle, and then it gets lost forever. <laughs> like, that'd be great. I mean, like, we get our people out, of course, you know, but... I love that the Bermuda Triangle, like, it was just like this this, this idea that sailors had and and captains and stuff like oh don't go down there it's like some weird fucked up place where shit happens amelia Earhart got eaten by crabs i hear <laughs> wrong ocean but that's my point so it's interesting to me is like uh so the bermuda triangle doesn't even like exist until like 56 or something where some guy just says it as a joke sort of he's like oh yeah it's a like geographical thing didn't amelia Earhart? she died in the pacific not in the bermuda well, she triangle. Died in the atlantic did she I thought yeah. she was coming from the others. I'm almost positive you're wrong about this because she flew across the Atlantic from South America. Look it up. I'm looking you it up. Fucking ear heart expert. <laughs> you ear heartbreaker. <laughs> I'm looking it up right now. Ear heartbreaker. Jesus Christ. Uh, who was the other woman who wasn't Amelia Earhart? Who gets no love, but she flew across like Jersey or some shit. It was pretty cool. Well, oh yeah, like I, I think I saw a drunk history about her, and I still don't remember her name. <laughs> and even in the drunk history, they're like nobody knows her name. How does that make you feel that so, so many people, great. like 
What's his name? Guglielmo Marconi makes the radio. Does anyone know his name? No. Edison. Fucking piece of shit. The Lumiere brothers create film. Does anyone other than us really, like, no. Everyone knows Edison, mm-hmm. Scorsese. Well, like, because he has to. That's a prerequisite for using one of those cameras. I was just being difficult. I'm sorry. You know what I'm saying. The idea is that history is, cons- is filled with assholes who were second to the game. Like you get, you get died in the Pacific. All right, I, I told up. you. I know, I know. I'm an expert. All right. No, that captivated me because I, I, because I'll tell you this: in a world where like we are, um, everything is so easily explained. We have fucking cameras everywhere, and we have cell phones, and we have internet, and we have all of this shit. The fact that there are still truly unsolved mysteries, right? Like not the opener. I'm talking about real unsolved mysteries. That's kind of fascinating. And I know that you said you saw that thing recently where uh, they think Amelia Eric crashed and was eaten by these crabs in the Pacific, whatever. But that's not definitive. That's still like, and, and that isn't, or in a more recent one, that could like, be some other human remains they found in those crab holes, is what you're saying. <laughs> totally. There's always an Amelia, right? Every couple of years, a woman tries to think she's equal to a man. She can fly in these skies, and then the crabs come out. The lobstrosities. I, I love, I love that. Like, just in the logic of this one episode, like women can be kidnappers too, but they sure as shit can't be pilots. They can't fly. It's against law. <laughs> just Christians' rules for women. <laughs> Write it down. It's a pretty, yeah, it's, I'm not playing fast and loose. I feel like I've been pretty consistent with these, with these rules. I mean, but look, all men can, can be put under that categorization. We were talking about this the other day about like, if you could actually break the laws of physics, would there be like some reciprocal kind of thing? And I think that like, we talk about that in terms of the actual laws of physics, but what about just flying in general? Man was not meant to fly. And now we created metal birds that like are so heavy, but somehow we figured out how to make those fuckers fly. And, and you feel like there, there's going to be some repercussions at some point. Like it hasn't happened in the last hundred years, though. Well, maybe really, that maybe that is the Bermuda Triangle. Like it's the one part of the world where it's like, no, this is unnatural. Bring that fucker down. <laughs> but it wouldn't explain the boats. And I feel bad for boats because man was supposed to float. Like you know, we have buoyancy naturally, so it's kind of I mean, like. I- I, I'm tempted to call God in here just to clear this shit up. Oh, you know? God. Must we? I've heard he's on a really weird kick these days. Do you want to? All right, God. I just, just, just for a quick pop in. What's up, you cooks? Whoa. Whoa, using the language of the right to come at yeah, us. What's just, going on? You're just God? appropriating Trumpian Trump speak? Are you saying Trump is like right all along? I mean, like correct? He's not wrong. Do what you will with that. That's all I'm saying. Christ. Sanctioned I... by the Almighty. Stamp of approval by God. What'd you call me for? I'm busy. I gotta okay. get back on 8chan. <laughs> <laughs> gotta get back on 8chan. Jesus. Um, well, uh, you know, I, I just wanted to ask, like, what, what's up with the Bermuda Triangle? Like, you, you did it to punish airplanes, right? But yeah. why are you punishing the boats, too? What did they ever do? What are they uh, in defiance of? Fuck. Uh, he's a fucking oh. stutterer. I, like he doesn't have a reason for anything. He just does things just without thinking about them. Facts, yeah. Well, actually, it's a it's a Bermuda's rhombus, but uh, you guys haven't gone on to that yet. Oh, okay. Well, thanks for clearing that part up, and literally nothing else we've ever asked you about. That's nice. Well, you think about it, a boat is kind of like a rhombus, and the real target is the boats, not the planes. But you know, the planes. Oh, so you're trying to punish the boats? I'm trying to punish everyone. Bermuda mostly, trying to ruin their tourism. I had a bad vacation there. I ate some bad shrimp once. Why do why do why do we talk to you? 
I know I called you in here, but why do we why do we call you? Well, I was saying that. I said we really don't want to bother God at all. You know what I mean? I, it's not it's, even about not bothering him. It's just like every time we t- like I don't give a shit about bothering him. It's just more like why do we like what are we expecting? Like he's just he's just a terrible alt right troll at this point. I'm realizing. Okay, libtard. Why don't you go to Pizza Gate and Obama Gate and and and? Yeah, Q. maybe I will. Maybe I'm already there. You piece of shit. How what if that? God is Q? Because that would actually make a lot of sense. I like that people talk about God. Oh God, I wish I was Q. What a fucking hero. Are you idolizing false? <laughs> what you? What is he doing? You're breaking your own rules. He really cares book. about those. He really cares about those pedophilia rings. I invented pedophilia rings. To destroy them, like I invented the Bermuda Triangle. I feel. Wait. <laughs> I feel like you're not a good person, God. Well, I think that you know the last horse crosses the finish line on God's morality. Look, what gave it away, Max? Was it the children eating, or the parents eating their kids, or the the plagues? Well, what was it? You know. I don't know. It just all added up. You know, it was just sort of the accumulating effect. Where I was like, you know what? Wait a minute. Too many needles in that haystack. That's how the saying goes, right? Look, I'm sorry. I'm just going through a phase, okay? Like, you would have to be remiss not to admit that the 20th century has been completely the devil's, you know? And me and Lucy, that's what I call them. We used to be really good friends. And we came up the king, okay? And I'm just sad because, like, all I want to do is pick up the phone and call Lucy and just make things better. You know what? This is a great opportunity. Like, no time like the present. Why don't you do it right now? Get Lucy on the phone. Get him on the horn. Uh, Let's hash a, this out. Do you have a God phone? or what, what, what? Do you not? I haven't paid my bill this month. What do you want from me? <laughs> Jesus uh, Christ. Yeah. Currency yeah, means I, nothing. What are you doing? <laughs> I mean, I got, I got a T-Mobile. Like, does, is, would that work? Can you reach him on that? Yeah, okay, give it to me. Its number is uh, uh, six six six. Beep beep beep. Uh, three. Beep. That's it. Uh, we we live in a time before uh, is it ringing? Is it like what's going on? Uh, well, I hit the call button. Here you go. Here's the phone. Yeah. Uh, thank you, thank you. Um, oh, All right, you got this, buddy. You got oh, this. I don't know what's gonna happen. Hello, you reached Lucifer. Whoa. It's the bee. It's the same exact voice as the bee. Was the bee Satan the whole time? I mean, that would be a plot twist. I got to tell you, if fucking Lucifer was the bee, but it would make sense because think about that. I mean, we could just ask him, what do you think? I'm not going to confirm nor deny. I'm going to leave that up to your suspicions. What's up, you guys? What are you up to? Voting Biden, right? Vote blue. Yeah, go blue. Hey. This Lucy guy's all right. Yeah, I got to tell you, maybe Paradise Lost was onto some shit because, you know, like, I, I think God's just kind of a pompous piece of shit and Lucifer is just doing his best, bro. Hey, like, yeah, now, now that Lucy's here, you know, Paradise found, am I right? Oh, I love that one. Milton's here. He's a good guy. Anyway, what do you want, you fucking douchebag God? I'm so over this guy. He's, he's going around being oh, all militant he, and shit. He, he just was saying how much he misses you and how he wants to bury the hatchet and just be homies again. Is open to that? Is is that true, God? Maybe. I'm. I just. I miss you. I, there's so many times I've just wanted to 
you know, I, I looked at the moon and I wondered if you were looking at the same moon. And like, <laughs> that moon's under the hell world, man. Like, what are you t- talking about? Jesus, God, that's just it's insensitive, the, man. It's the thought that I'm talking about. I just wanted to call you and, and build the bridge. I feel really bad kicking you out of heaven. Well, you didn't send me an invite back to heaven, man. Like, all you had to do was pick up the God phone. I didn't pay my god phone bill this month. Oh, Jesus Christ. Come on, man. Like, what are you doing? Okay, well, here's my thing. I don't know if this is something that maybe we should listen to. I mean, it seems like they're going through some hard stuff, or I think yeah. we need to instigate it further. I mean, like, what, what do you think that we should I do? I don't know. It seems, like, it seems like a private conversation, but maybe we should circle back to it, just see how they're doing. You know, let them hash it out. We'll, we'll come back. Yeah, we'll that's see a really good idea. Out. We'll open up the door, uh, and then we'll, we'll see how they're doing a little bit later on. And uh, We're, we're kind of like wedding crashers, but before they crash any weddings where they're just facilitating a divorce, we're facilitating a, you know, a reunion. You know, we're, we're arbitrating. We're coming back together. Right. Not it's anything, it's not going to be a conversation. They're not going to hash this out in two minutes. You know what I mean? No. So we'll, we'll continue on with our episode. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll peek back in with Satan. We'll see how that's doing. Is, is that okay, guys? It's fine by me. You're going to ask this little bitch over here if he's okay with me. Maybe I don't miss you at all. Maybe this was a mistake. Well, maybe, you fucker. Like, I, it's been millennia, man. All right, guys. Seems like this is going really well. We'll leave you to it. All right, well. Getting I, off to I a have, great start. I have no faith in that. I got to be honest. I think it's really sad. But you know what? I, a part of me roots for them. Because if you think about it, that's our story. You know? Like, there were so many times where we, were, where we weren't talking to each other that I was mm. just like, man, it'd be really cool. Oh, this was funny. This was dope. Let's call Max. Right. You know? So and I was just being a, a, a bee out somewhere. Yeah, I'm, well, we were both being bees, to be fair. But my, but my point is that, like, I hope that they can work it out. Granted, yeah. they have, like, way more history than we do. And I mean, it's know. like a few trillion years, I assume. Yeah, what do you think that was about, though? Because everyone says it was because Lucifer was coming at the, you know, coming at the king. But I think it was, like, probably over, like, like i don't know a soft drink like a, or like a, a misunderstanding or something yeah like that. something really like innocuous a... that led to the downfall and then subsequent like establishment of hell hell didn't exist right. until they threw him down there also i just want to ask satan this eventually like maybe if they reconcile i could ask him this but why the fiery aesthetic i just want to know that like you were hanging out in cloudville there were paved right. uh, roads of gold and shit like that you had lions for pets and then why did you think, let's, let's go the opposite direction of that. <laughs> let's go to Hellscape. It's fucking gnarly, though. You got to admit, like, that's a pretty gnarly aesthetic. Like, you know, maybe just really into heavy metal, you know? It's, it's gaudy really- as fuck. It, that's what it is. He's just like, I'm going to make this look like a fucking cloud mixed with Atlantis, mixed with uh, mountain ranges. Like, I don't know what he does, but it's, it's bold, you know? He sees, you ever, you ever see that, that poster of Walt Disney when he's in that field and it's just a swamp and they superimpose the castle? over mm. him and it's like some people see a field other people see it the future that right. was same and he doesn't get enough credit for his architectural achievements you're right walt disney is like satan i think that's offensive to satan you know like mm, probably how do, you think th- how do you think they're doing do you think it's worth checking back in or like what do you what do you think i, I think on? later on like let's talk about walt disney being an anti-semitic fuck uh, am i okay. right let's do it you started off tell me every disney anti top five anti-semitic disney's go oh i was hoping that you could you could fill in the blanks here i, I didn't bring it up so you got <laughs> you got it no. 
sometimes I just want to, you know, toss you the ball and just let you run with it, you know? Uh, uh, I got Here's the thing about Walt Disney. They said that he froze his head. They froze his head. They said that's not true. I don't know. But when I was a kid, there was a baseball player named Ted Williams who died, right? Ted Williams, one of the Red Sox greats in the middle of his career. Maybe not in the middle of his career, but no, I think it was. He was he was playing in the middle of his career and then stopped playing and then went and go fought some Nazis and then came back and, and played another seven years or some shit. It was incredible. All right. And I'm a Yankee fan, so you know I hate the Red Sox, but I respect that guy. And then the thing on the National Enquirer was a picture of Ted Williams' head and, and mm-hmm. that his kids were fighting over his body because they wanted to freeze his head. And I was just to, thinking to what how it, metal that it. was. Because they're like, oh, we'll bring them back. Like, all of these assholes who have money, they're just like, oh, we'll figure it out. I saw Future Rod. There's a cartoon on the Fox network, and we'll figure it out later. So we'll just have them on ice. It's the same thing that all these rich assholes think, that they can, like, stave off dead by putting themselves in a a sleep. I mean, like, like that was the rumor for the longest time, is that under the Pirates of the Caribbean ride was a uh, a cryostasis Walt Disney. And apparently this is a, a service that they sell to real people, is that you can actually, like, freeze yourself. Well, I believe that you can do that. What I find um, not believable about that is that Walt Disney would hide it in plain sight because that sounds like National Treasure 3. Like, we right. can't figure out that script, but I think that script is meta as fuck and it requires mm-hmm. Nick Cage playing Benjamin Gates. Like, we wink and nod that in the beginning of the movie. And instead of, like, making a whole other film, they're trying to make National Treasure 3. It ends up becoming the hunt for Walt Disney's head because why would it be under fucking Pirates of the Caribbean? Uh, I gotta break into Pirates of the Caribbean and steal Walt Disney's head. <laughs> the problem with that, the same like uh, ring to it that yeah, I gotta steal the Declaration of Independence does, but you know, still cuts right to the heart of it. The problem with that is that that does not sound un- uh, different enough from regular Nick Cage. Meaning that if Nick Cage stumbled on a corner on Sunset Boulevard here and was was drinking and was like, I gotta go steal Walt Disney's head, I'd be like, I, yeah, I believe that. So you can't make that the fucking movie. Because well, I, I remember belief. A, a few years ago, you told me a story about Nick Cage uh, buying, you know, like a, his own tombstone in, in New Orleans. Yeah. And I assume he was drunk off of his ass the whole time. And he also bought that murder house in New Orleans, too, right? Where yeah. the lady tortured slaves. Yeah. Can you buy that house? Yeah. Here's wow. my thing. Even if you're a historian, like even if you're like, I just love history, I buy that house. <laughs> like, explain to me why right. you do that. It makes no sense. Well, I know he's like blown most of his fortune on like Elvis memorabilia and that expensive divorce from Elvis's daughter. Oh God! Oh God! No, that's so weird. Why haven't we ever talked about that? He loved Elvis so much that he fucked Elvis's daughter and married her. Right, because that at least that would bring him closer to Elvis. Like that was the thinking, right? Like in his twisty Nicolas Cage brain. That is the creepy transitive property thing ever. He's like, I'm fucking half of Elvis here. (laughs) Like that's what he was thinking. I don't know how I feel about that. It makes it weirder because I always thought Lisa Marie Brett, like the weirder marriage was the Michael Jackson marriage, but no way. Michael Jackson was like, he wanted a beard. He didn't want to be closer to Elvis. Nick Gage just wanted to be closer to Elvis. I love that we just normalize Michael Jackson compared to Nicolas Cage. Look, Michael Jackson's got plenty of other things that are not great. I'm just saying that like that was one decision that wasn't based on like, That comparatively, yeah. And it's like Nicolas Cage back then, that was at like the height of his cage powers, you know? Like he was still like perceived as a successful, sane person, but we all should have seen it coming, you know? 
downfall. I, I would really like if Nicolas Cage secretly was a superhero, but it was the worst superhero power ever, and he just could make cages. But, like, not even, like, high secure ones. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, like, he just could like, construct them out yeah. of nothing? Or yeah, just, like, 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 Green, like Green Lantern. Really, oh, oh, okay. So yeah, not yeah. just, like, a guy who's, like, a cage smith. He's just really good. But that's not a superpower. Me. You're like, well, I, that's you, why you I haven't seen Nick Cage do it. <laughs> That's why I'm clarifying. I was confused. You know, I just want to make sure. You so see Nick Cage build a cage, then that shit's a superpower. Once you witness it, you can believe right. it. Right. It's that, like it's the Tiny right. Tiger episode of uh, Tim and Eric season three premiere. Okay. Where, uh, Tim is like, what a deep uh, yeah, I came back from the dead and I have this power where I can just make a little tiny tiger statue. And they're like, yo, there's no overhead. Let's make this business. So Nick Cage's cages uh, was just like, oh, Nick Cage. Makes a cage. Nick Cage's cage. Like, he really, I know that he chose that name, so it's a little <laughs> bit different. But if you're born Nick Cage, it's like, well, what else are you going to do with your life? Not make cages? <laughs> I feel like in defiance of the name, you probably wouldn't want to, but that would be your destiny. That, yeah, that but guess what? Oedipus Rex yeah. fucking did everything not to def- kill his dad and fuck his mom, and it still happens. So, you know, exactly. like... Yeah, like Nick Cage is going to build some cages. We're going to find out he's responsible for those border cages and he hates himself. And then the, the third act of that is him going to destroy those cages. <laughs> Maybe that's what you know what's You know what's funny is like, I don't have a read on Nicolas Cage's politics, much less whether or not he's a good actor. Um, <laughs> it's <laughs> We've seen him in like 80 movies and the jury is still out. That's he's, he's, a, he's a fucking cipher, dude. I don't fucking get that guy and I don't need to. I think uh, uh, that community joke was really accurate. Like, I don't know. If I made 50 movies and I just was screaming at different volumes, I probably won an Oscar. Like, it is a law of averages situation at that point, you know? Yeah. And I watched Leaving Las Vegas, and it is not a good movie, but it is entertaining. And it is a lot of Nick Cage just being crazy. Yeah. It's not my favorite. I got to tell you. I mean, I know he won for it, but, like, adaptation yeah. was better. Uh yeah. Matt Stickman, which he wasn't nominated for, was better. <laughs> like, there's a lot of performances where you get like, face off, face off was better. Like, I just want to throw that out there. No, 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 no. Well, we've, got, we've gotten more joy out of that film than, you know, that, that's the thing. It's like uh, to listeners who weren't with us from the beginning, uh, Christian and I have a shared uh, love hate obsession with face off. Um, it's a movie that, like, I watch anyways, and I feel like I'm going insane every time, but I've gotten more entertainment out of that film than I have out of most films, which is, uh, which is sad to me. Yeah, what's the metric? There are Oscar-winning films that I've been like, oh, fuck this. King's Speech, I'm still coming at you. I got to be honest. <laughs> I love that King's Speech was also the first place I went to where it's like Oscar films I don't give a shit about, like King's Speech, The Artist, etc. One Artist is number two because I like what the artist is trying to do. And if it didn't win an Oscar, I would like that movie so much more. It's the fact that Hollywood was like, let's congratulate ourselves for right. doing like, this at one point. Oh, a, a silent film, a movie about making movies. How about we give that an award? Like, fuck <sighs> off. I mean, I, the point is, Nick Cage. Crash. Oh, God, Crash. I forgot that movie existed. Yeah, it's best that you continue forgetting it. But yeah, Nick Cage's Cage is building border security <laughs> cages, hating it the whole time, but it's his destiny. He's like... <laughs> He's Sisyphus. He's pushing the cage boulder up a, a cage hill. I just like Nick's cages, wow. cages. Like that's amazing. I'm Nick Cage. I build cages, cages of all occasions, and and occasion is spelled with a C A G E in there somehow. Occasions. 
I love it. I fucking love it. I mean, he hates it, but it's not. It's not up to him. Who are other? Uh, who are other actors whose names should give us a hint of their vocation in an alternate universe? Like Nick Cage is perfect, but I'm trying to give you like any other person who who you know whose name would suggest to you that like maybe you're in the wrong profession. Jeez, you really put me on the spot here on my, you know, exhausting So rate. while you're thinking of it, why don't we go check in with our with our, our Satan and our God? Let's see how they're doing. Like, okay, fine. You stop crying, okay? It's not that serious. <laughs> it's unbecoming for uh, the almighty, quote unquote. Yeah, also you're pretty much causing like five hurricanes at once right now with your tears. So if you could just not... God, I never even thought about the implications of that. Like every time yeah. he cries or takes a shit or anything, like something does bad anything. is happening. Yeah. Honestly, God, I think maybe you should just destroy yourself, you know? I can't kill myself. I've tried. I've tried. Maybe, maybe. Lucy, Lucy. I think you wanna I think you I think you're gonna win this battle eventually. I think can you kill can you try to kill me? How does one go about trying to kill a god? I don't know. That's actually really good. Do you have any suggestions on how to kill a god? Uh, shoot, shoot him. Uh, strangle him. Uh, drown him. Uh, what? Uh, uh, <laughs> him, him over the head real hard. <laughs> I mean, come on. This is this is like god killing. This isn't like regular killing. Oh, I think, hey, yeah. hey, 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 hey. Put him in hell. Leave him there. You go up to heaven. Trade places. Oh, my God, dude. Seriously. Trading places. I mean, I do. <laughs> do I get to play the Eddie Murphy character? Yeah, absolutely, you do. What do you think? Holy shit, that's incredible! And then, and then God gets to be Dan Aykroyd, which is like, oh God, don't make me. Dead. He's the worst. He's the fucking worst Ghostbuster. He is, he is the worst, but you know, it's preferable to us trying to kill you, which isn't going to happen, right? It's just, it's a plan. Do you have a better plan, God? Let me think about it. All right, well, we'll check back in with them a little bit later. Let's see how that's going, I guess, you know. I'm rooting for Satan. I know that's bad. Yeah. My, my mom's not going to like that very much, but... We, we're, we're currently pitching, uh, you know, a reality where Satan inherits heaven and God goes to hell, so... Can I be real? How much worse could it get? Like... I don't see a way, you know? Like, I know that the joke in 2016 and 2017, 2018... 2019 was oh we're in the darkest timeline but aren't we yeah is there a darker timeline than this maybe i would love that look because we were talking about a monotheistic pr firm for episode 50 as we're coming close to episode 100 i think it might be an interesting time to revisit that idea in as much that it's like god you've gotten some bad press lately even the right. monotheistic pr firm can't spend that shit so what do we do we zig okay let's right. put satan in the throne we'll put him in the big chair and if he does well great Everything's back to normal. And if he does bad, we got that's the suicide squad, baby. We got built in deniability. <laughs> it's like how Don Draper says, you know, if you don't like what they're saying, change the conversation. And now we're changing the conversation to God is in hell where we don't have to deal with him anymore. I kind of want to write this story. So God is a pompous, uh, you know, uh, like just doesn't give a shit about human life anymore, blah, 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 blah. And then he finds himself in a Freaky Friday situation. Not even Freaky Friday. They just straight up switch. Or do you want to do Freaky Friday? Like they both, <laughs> I wish I was God. I wish I was Satan <laughs> at the same time and they switch places. And then it's just Satan at, in God's body just going around being like, um, God, don't right. worry. Because it. Satan is is a an anthropomorphic bee in this universe. <laughs> so God would just go into the body of a tiny bee and go into the hell dimension. Okay. I love it. I'm, I'm pitching it. I think we should do it. I love it. It's, and it's I, 
your well, best I think idea. most of our ideas are a little too high concept, but I think this one, it's like you can do that on a micro budget, no special effects, you know, right. God, be, be Satan, all that but stuff. But we, so. we literally have God and Satan right over here, and they can fund this whole operation. Do they, they, well, he hasn't even paid his fucking phone bill. Like, I don't know if he's going to have money to fund Who is he beholden to is my question. Like, Dude. who is his carrier? TNT, man. Those contracts are ironclad. What he's doing? Go fucking talk to Satan. AT&T, though, for real, is, like, horrific. I just want to throw that out there. It's the worst. Yeah, I've got Project Fi, you know, six years running. No problem. I don't even know what that whatever is. Whatever you want. It's I think we need to get rid of cell phones again. Again? I, I mean, I lived in, I watched Watchmen, and when I watch shows, I go into those universes. You know what I mean? Right. So, like, so in your brain, you're like, oh, remember back when we got rid of our cell phones for like a Robert Redford was president. Television? <laughs> there was a giant blue guy fucking around, like on Mars. Yeah. Those times. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, I, I've thought about it all the time because we talked about like abolishing the internet. Maybe you keep the internet. Maybe the internet's fine on a desktop, you know, where you have to be at home like to, to do your right. bidding and shit like that because normally it's like people are like oh i'm on the train let me be shitty about this oh i'm at work let me be shitty about this we're too mobile i i, I agree or you know, like you can do mobile cell phones but they have to be like things that you carry in your backpack like baby yoda and fucking the swamp planet whose name <laughs> like it's really heavy it's like the size of like a like a, a ghostbusters uh neutron pack, pack whatever yeah, yeah, yeah photon yeah. pack yeah no, totally no because like think about that because one people people would stop i think like yeah, people, or they'd get be, really jacked. Oh, God. We'd be creating a super race of incel fucking anonymous people. <laughs> we're Christ. really fucking strong. Well, the incels would probably just continue staying home, if we're being really honest. They'd just stay with the desktops. You know? I See, you know there's going to be the first incel that, like, doesn't subscribe to that behavior. He's like, oh, he's a social butterfly. He's out there on fucking like drinking paint nights and shit like that on open on karaoke nights at the bar and shit. He just also happens to be an incel. And like that guy is going to be the first fucking president of the incel nation, you know, because he's got charisma. And then all the other incels who don't leave their mom's basement, they're going to be like, I can be him one day. But they don't understand they'll never be that person. He's special. I, you know, I've noticed how many of our ideas end with like us taking a group we don't like and giving them their own country or planet or island or something and just being like, get on out of here, you scamps. Because I think that's separate but equal, even though <laughs> – <laughs> Even though Brown versus the Board of Education would say otherwise, I think that right. it has well, its hey, merits. With this uh, Supreme Court we got coming up, maybe that'll get overturned soon. We can go back to the way things were. Here's the thing. If we did go back to desegregation, I'm not saying, hey, let's do that, by the way. I think that's horrific. If we did now, I think it would be a little different one it would be desegregation uh it would be segregation in the like red states is what i'm saying so right. like okay whatever it's sadly half the country is like gone but in the other places like if like all black people are hanging out with cool white people and cool brown people and cool asian people and shit like that i think like hey we'd probably be okay like the south would already it's already it already votes monolithically even though it's a demographic makeup isn't necessarily homogenous right so it's just like fuck it let's just let's just see that, that's a lost cause man let's like the great white flight again but with no white people just like everyone get above the thing and i think like it would work better this time because uh we're not not everyone's holding fucking minorities back the way that they are i'm not pitching this you're smiling at me as if i'm pitching this and it's like i'm just saying i think we're better prepared for the <laughs> upcoming segregation the helter skelter that's among us 
Okay, now you're leaning back. All right, I just wanted to know how long you were going to go uh, with your whole segregation pitch and how it would be better in t- t- the year of our Lord 2020. Uh, but hey, who knows? Who Who's to say? Christian, apparently. He's... Uh, really into it i was gonna keep going you gave me enough rope to hang myself so i was like all right i guess i'm just gonna keep going segregation uh you know i mean like i say let's segregate the people we don't like which has nothing to do with race it has everything to do with you know them being republicans of some kind can i be real though and i i i lost my mind about this the other day which is like i'm sorry and i'm not the first person who's brought this up you're like christian you're stealing this from somebody sure whatever um what why can people just have kids? I know that we all hate China and we're like, oh, they're against freedom and stuff like that. But it's like, nah, bitch, we only got so many resources. You can only have one kid. And if you have another one, that's 40,000 yen or some shit. I don't know what their currency is. It's probably not yen. Uh, so, but, 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 so that's my point where it's just like, Jesus Christ, the, the amount of dumb people that are having kids. Like I see these comments yeah. on Facebook and shit like that. And I find myself constantly like writing up responses and then being like, what am I doing? Like, this isn't going to do anything. They're stupid. And there was like this thing from two years Wait, ago. Wait, are you, are you, I just want to be clear. Like, are you like trying to hold yourself back from commenting on like someone stupid having a child and you want to talk shit about it? <laughs> no, but I, because I've gotten very close to just, telling that person like why are you procreating <laughs> like you're gonna leave the numbers aren't in our favor like uh, i'm just picturing like some some girl or some guy that you're friends with on facebook who's like i just had a baby and you're like okay first of all you should not be procreating at all i just disgrace <laughs> like it's a picture no, of a baby no i'm not gonna do that verbatim although like there's one person I'm thinking of very specifically who voted for Obama in 2008 and 2012, but then ended up first voting. name, last name. Let's Brittany, see. Brittany, uh, Brittany, Brittany. You heard yeah. it here first. Brittany, Brittany, Brittany voted for Obama. Voted for Obama in 2008, 2012. Then she met some piece of shit redneck fucking asshole who cannot even spell correctly. Sorry, he gets really mad because he tries to come in with his hot takes, but they're just riddled with fucking grammatical errors and spelling errors. And I'm like, why do I take? And this is the crux of the point. Why are we equal? Why do I have to pretend like your political opinion and theory is the same as someone who's actually read a book in their adult lives? This is what bothers me. Same thing with having kids. Same thing with voting. Like, I'm, we should not all have these equal rights. I'm sorry. You, do, you have to take a fucking hey, test hey, to do hey, anything hey, else. Hey, hey, hey. You gotta let people talk. No, no, we're past that. No, we're past letting people talk. I'm sorry. Like, I'm not shutting them up with force. But what I'm saying is like, if I have, you have to have a license to use a ham radio. Okay. But you don't need to fucking pass a test to, 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 to fucking vote in the election. That's so stupid to me. You have to take a test to drive a car, but not to bring a child into the world. I don't know. You have to have it above a, your, your IQ needs to be like 120 or higher. That's it. And I know that's high. Like, I'm talking about population decrease, all right? Like, Thanos was sort of right. If we just stop the population a little bit and we and – because we, we, it's leading to idiocracy. That's very quickly what we're going to. And I'm just trying to lead to, like, idiocracy but, like, smart version of it, you know? You're pitching, you're pitching a lot of things on this podcast. I Dude, I'm over it. Like, I have no – Pro-segregation, pro-Thanos. Pro I'm just saying I think we could probably nail it a little bit better. You know what I mean? Hey, I think we should get uh, God and the Devil back in listen, here. Let's listen, listen. Se- what? Well, segregation the first time was like the 1950s, the thing. You know? Right, yeah. Keep digging this hole. Let's hear it. Segregation this time would be like John Carpenter's the thing. It would be a way better version of segregation. 
That's interesting comparison to a new political initiative. Be like John Carpenter's the thing. Well, compared to the other one, I'm trying to think of like really great uh, remakes. And the problem is there's something not a lot that of was better. The, the 80s, the thing is much better than the other one. You know what I'm saying? Oh. Uh, now, I see what you're saying. You're like, but Christian, what if your 2011's the thing on accident? I'm like, that's very true. That's a really that's good what point. I was saying. Definitely what I was saying. There's no sure. answer to that. That's the risk we run. Okay. But God damn it. Like, you got to know where the line is. To, 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 you got to cross the line to know where the line is, Max. I don't know what to tell you. I'm just, you know, it, the the character arc of you <laughs> is, over the course of this podcast is is stunning. You know, like like from from uh, you got to let people talk. Nope. To Calm Chris 2020 to you right now. You know, uh, with your with your hood down and your hair's all out and everything, and you're just you're just talking about segregation. You're talking about sending them incels to their own country. You're talking about uh, we should limit procreation, people uh, who are IQ 120 or above. And here's the funny thing is like idiocracy was kind of right. It was in that like, you know, like people like, like you or something, you're, you're not planning on having kids unless that's changed, right? No, but, I don't plan on having kids. Yeah. Probably, you know, credit to the race, you probably should be, right? I should or should not be. Should be to balance out all the other dumbass kids. Yeah, but like that's not the one. I'm selfish, obviously. Like I don't want to have to take care of a thing for 18 years. Like, and uh, by the way, that's like literally where my parental expiration date kicks in. Like I am kind of amazed as I get older that parents still fuck with their kids. Like after 18, it's like I I kept you alive. If this you is know, prehistoric times, my one job is to make sure you don't get eaten by a saber toothed tiger. I did it, and I'm out. You know what we need is like kind of like an X-Men Umbrella Academy kind of shadowy organization where we can just drop off smart babies and be like, you take it from here, uh, strange British man. You yeah. know, it's like let, let those kids flourish in a, in a free thinking academic no. environment. No, not in a post Pizzagate world. Like I'm surprised that there hasn't been some allegations on Xavier. You're like, Ex excuse me, this paraplegic quote unquote man has got psychic abilities I and, and keeps children. I run a school where everyone's weird. What's the nature of the curriculum? It's whatever, you know, uh, whatever <laughs> you want. <laughs> whatever you can think of. He gets up and makes a brand. I, like, you know I thought you were that, paralyzed. <laughs> this is the exact X-Men story I want, and I never knew it. It's just like a parent who's actively invested in their child's future and like is like, show me your school. And they just see like a frog kid and like a kid's <laughs> fire and like it gets attacked because well, right. well, that's the weird insidious underbelly of that well, not insidious but it's just like the the parents don't know usually the parents aren't involved but the outside world doesn't know they're just like oh it's just a prep school wink wink and then when you yeah. get there you find it it's x-men world but like you're like one fucking inquisitive parent would be like let's go take a tour of the campus and then like yeah. be like what the fuck is going on here and I know he has like uh, mind powers or whatever right but does he have mind control he has mind control abilities uh, he can like he doesn't use them yeah he can like get into people's uh yeah yeah he can use them as, as vessels yeah okay but but he he would prefer not to so maybe that would be like the moral crux of the story is like this this parent is about to bring everything down his right. whole operation and he's like uh, do i use the mind thing or do i just uh kill him yeah but with that the kill him because what's the end goal of the mind thing <laughs> like you know you 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 do that and then you get the kid to bury the fucking grave like learn a lesson day one I think this is the story that X-Men needs in 2020, you know? I feel like X-Men's always been allegorical, so why not, you know, bring the Nick Cage cages into the mix and really <laughs> just embrace what's going on? 
<laughs> so Nick Cage as himself is also a concerned parent. You know, he married a think, like, woman. Well, you're, you're talking shit, but there's literally about to be that Nick Cage movie, the, what is it, The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent or something, like, where he's playing Nick Cage, like, it's super meta-contextual or whatever, and it's like, oh, shit, so maybe this is the third act of Nick Cage's career, where he's just playing Nick Cage showing up in movies, because that's what I would like, like, why do we need a character? Like, Wait, come on. So are you telling me that real-life Nick Cage, though, he saw a script that said, Oh, the unbearable weight of massive talent, and it's about me. Yes. And yes. Then like, All right, I don't even need to read it. Well, he doesn't read any of his scripts, <laughs> fucking obviously. So why would he read one that's about him? You know, like he always wanted to be in John Malkovich. He was like, that should have been mine, and he didn't get it. You know. Right. He wanted to be John Malkovich. Well, he wanted to be the person people were being. <laughs> I think that's what it was about. Being Nick Cage. <laughs> it's not as not as good, obviously, but like he thought it would have been better. Right. Or like, what if I played John Malkovich and he called me John Malkovich? Okay, this is unrelated, but I thought you would get such a fucking laugh out of this, which is that I just found out that the finalist for Man on the Moon, the Andy Kaufman documentary, or uh, biopic, was uh, Jim Carrey, who ended up getting the role, Kevin Spacey, and Rob Schneider. And then Rob Schneider, when he didn't, when he was trying to go out for the role, because Kent Osborne, who worked on SpongeBob and Adventure Time and all that shit, was listening to a podcast he was doing, and he like wrote a script for Rob Schneider, and this was right around the time a Man on the Moon was being made. And then Rob Schneider, in all seriousness, apparently turned and like fucking earnest as all hell, is like, I mean, come on, takes a sip of his drink. Who could play Andy Kaufman but me? And I thought that was the most incredible fucking thing I've ever heard, that Rob Schneider, that you can do that, that guy, that's Deuce Bigelow. Like, he's never escaped that branch of uh, humor and or stardom. He thought he could have been Andy Kaufman. He thinks that he's equal to Andy Kaufman. I mean, the hot chick was pretty good, so... (laughs) Dude, today, speaking of hot chick, Matthew Lawrence is in hot chick, and in the middle of this... uh, this walk that I was on today, I got really obsessed with Disney Channel original movies, okay? Disney Channel original movies. The Disney Channel would make their own movies, and they would call them original. And, mm-hmm. and, and uh-huh. one of them was, was called Horse Sense, and it was about a horse. Well, it was actually not about a horse, but it was about the sense of a horse, and it had Joey Lawrence in it, and it had Andy Lawrence in it. And then they made a sequel to that called Jumping Ship where they're pirates or something. Same characters, mind you. There's a big, like, swerve there. But the third Whoa. act of that movie, because the whole premise same of it is, like... Same characters from Horse Sense? Same characters are from Horse Sense, yeah. Pirates. Well, kind of, so what happens is, is, like, he, he wants to impress his Montana. The whole crux of Horse Sense, for people who don't know, is, and I remember this, this is amazing, is Joey Lawrence is, like, some piece-of-shit California bro who's rich and entitled, who his dad wants to show him the, the value of a hard day's work, so he sends him to the Montana ranch with his little nephew or cousin or whatever, and then they, he grows, blah, 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 blah. And the squeakle, even though he's grown to be more mature, he still believes in all the, frivoli- uh, the frivolous stuff, you know what I mean, like the, the, the lifestyle. So he charters a boat he thinks is a private yacht in Australia, but when he gets there, it's just an old, rusty fisher boat with no crew, by the way, it's one person, but the boat's really fucking big, so it makes no sense from there. Like, there's not even a first mate or something, but happens to be played by Matthew Lawrence, the third Lawrence brother. Now wait, okay? So they're, they're in this thing, and then pirates off the coast of Australia get them, so they have to jump ship, and they're hanging out on a desert island. The only reason I'm bringing this up, though, other than Joey Lawrence, who's a Republican, it makes me really sad, is that oh. the third oh. act of that movie is about asset forfeiture. 
And this is a Disney Channel original movie made in 2001. And the big third act, like what saves the crisis is that uh, they steal the pirate's boat and then just explain, well, hey, you know, technically because of asset forfeiture, I now own this boat. And I was like, what the fuck? Disney Channel going hard with that asset forfeiture, you know, curriculum way early. Yeah, well, I mean, that was in the time of what, Eisner or whatever? That that evil piece of shit, he knew all about asset forfeiture. He was forfeiting assets before you were in diapers. Which one was bad? Eisner's the one who, like, lost all the money for Disney because he was a fucking moron? Like, his... Yeah, and also, Iger, like, he's he was... smart, right? Yeah, Iger brought him back on top, but Eisner was kind of, like, also evil, apparently, like, by Disney, stand... by Disney CEO standards. But he, he was the one who would always introduce... Uh, the 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 films like beforehand, he'd be like, "Oh, now for the other me, I'm Mike Eisner, whatever." Why did he think that we needed an introduction to the films? Because that or? was the only thing making them money for a minute. They did Lilo and Stitch, and then nothing for a couple years. They had nothing going on. I'm and but but I'm saying is like, why did Eisner feel the need to like? All right, I'm gonna look. I'm gonna smooth this over. Just give me a camera. Give me a lighting setup. Like. It's, it's sort of that whole, like, you know, uh, fake it till you make it, uh, look busy so that, you know, you look like you're earning your paycheck. So he had to, you know, he had to show the stock uh, people something. Oh, this, this was his Disney fireside ch- chats or whatever. Like, he's on the yeah. radio. There's nothing to fear but another Lilo and Stitch. Like, that was his whole pitch to the constituents. You know, I'm, I'm earning my paycheck. You know, see me uh, I'm, uh, introducing Smart House. <laughs> Yo, Smart House. Yo, what's your favorite uh, Disney Channel original movie? I, you know, Smart House is probably it, but you know, Xenon, in it. That's right. Yeah, she's yeah. great. Yeah. She's uh, Leela. But uh, Xenon Girl from the 21st Century is not my favorite, but I do still remember the song in it. Zoom, zoom, zoom. Hey, my heart go boom, 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 boom my supernova, my supernova girl. girl. Okay, yeah, but yeah. what about the other one? In the second one, or maybe it's at the end of the first one, there's another song called The Galaxy is Ours. Do you remember that one? don't oh dude so you're not as hardcore of a xenon fan as i was hoping for uh but okay so that one was like wake me up shake me up reach for the stars something 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 the galaxy is ours and it was that same guy because they had like there was three of those fucking movies and they had that one pop star who was in all of them like which i thought was so weird but also stellanarius uh, remember they did like a movie search a surfer thing where they're like, "Oh, you need to know the lingo of Xenon because it's so 21st century." So 21st century, get out of here! <laughs> Stellarius, oh god, that's incredible. Wasn't Raven in that? Poor Gosh, that's so Raven. When I was a kid, I used to think that she was saying, "Let's go Raven," and the thing because what they did before that show came out, that video came out, and it was just people hanging out on CGI'd uh, fire escapes like smiling like the Cheshire cat saying, you know, let's go, Raven. And I'm like, holy shit. Like, what, what, like, why, that's not an anthem for the kids. Like, what, what did she think that was? I don't know what anybody thinks about anything. I don't know what they were doing back then. I think they were all just fucking riding that ship into the ocean, man. What about, that's- what about Brink? Do you remember Brink? He was, Wasn't he a skateboard kid or something? Bro. Or a roller skate kid? Rollerblades, bro. Roller, rollerblades. Blading. Oh, yeah, I remember that. And then everybody was rollerblading around that time. You know, that was like the rollerblade craze of 2000. Well, it was we 97. Watching. Yes, I agree with you. Like, it was. It, it was took a few years to catch on, Christian. But we, we were all about rollerblades. We were going to Skateland or Skate Associated areas, listening to 
you know, top 40. I feel like, well, the weird thing about that is, like, there was a moment, there was, like, a weird moment with that, because I think, like, as kids, you watch things, and then you, like, want to emulate, so, like, yeah, when Brink came out, I was like, yeah, I want to fucking rollerblade, and then when the Phantom Menace came out, I just started taking uh, broom heads off of broomsticks, and going outside, and pretending that was double lightsabers, Uh, Right. just harassing people. Because you wanted to be a villain, even back then. (laughs) 